Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 57 of 2P Starts Live. He's Tim. And he is Ray. We hope you enjoy the show. Yes, we do. After last week's uh, 50-minute episode that I was able to magically cut down into, what, 35 or something? Yeah, um, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I couldn't believe it either. But uh, once I get going on Sonic Unleashed, there's no stopping. Uh it's funny because people, so, people were like, what, the, no musical misfits? What's that all about? And Yeah, they're like, what happened to musical misfits? And I'm like, well, when we were when at like we the 53-minute co- mark, oh. I'm like, you know what? Time to stop the show, okay? And then I was able to edit, edit it, and I was like, oh, this is actually shorter than some of the other shows with musical misfits. Like, whoops. I know. But uh, we'll, we'll bring it, it but... back. If, if today's show is short enough, we might do two or something, but uh, don't get your hopes up. Well, we're going to kick off the show this week with Comic Talk. This week we had Oil Panic. Yeah, it was a great and, one, I thought. Yeah, yeah, I enjoy it. It's, it's, I think it's the most oddball comic we've ever done. Yeah, I find that strange that you would say that, because... Yeah, that, that was my blurb, and Tim edited it. He's like, you know what, I'm just not going to give you a blurb since you said that. <laughs> no, actually, I didn't give you a blurb because it was so short that it screwed up the formatting, but... Yeah, again, uh, again with all this formatting code stuff I don't know about, you know, <laughs> oh, there's something about this language, I, Ray, I just can't do it right, it won't, it won't work. <laughs> Ray, it's complicated, you wouldn't understand. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think it's the most oddball one. I mean, like, what would you say is more oddball than, than this one? Absolutely, the Dancing with the Stars one. <laughs> because, first now, of all, <laughs> that's just like, it's, I mean, not that it's bad, it's just not, that one is the least typical, in my opinion, because there's not really that, like, joke part, you know? Like, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's funny visually or whatever, but it's not like, oh, I get it. There's nothing, like to get it's just it's just a funny scenario right it's multiple little jokes that are all kind of strange put together and, and yeah right so, to me now, that that now, one's see, more with, oddball that's the same sort of thing again it's like okay video game well with like a worldly reference and it's like and then on top of that to have it like black and white first off which is not usual for us also have it just be one frame it had like you know the strange border around it we don't ever have like a black outline around our comic. So I, I suppose you're saying that visually it's one of the strangest ones. But but see it's a combination because it's both both visually and the joke itself is also very strange. I would disagree joke wise because because our Animal Crossing one is like, well we're doing like government bailout of the mortgage industry combined with Animal Crossing, like that's weird. But it's not I mean, we're relating a real life scenario to a video game scenario. It's something that's current that's going on in the world that people would relate to and put it in video game terms. And that's the same thing with this comic. I think that's not an odd way to go about doing it. Now visually it's strange because of the source material. Oil Panic is a L C D game from the early eighties, mid eighties, so it's gonna look strange, but I think that's why it works so well because it's like that classic look, and, and and yet it gets across what you know a, a current current event basically. Um, yeah. Okay. You you might be right. You might be right. But I, I it's just, just see, it's just frustrating it's... though because you're right now and everyone gets to hear it. But <laughs> just ten minutes ago, I was right about something and we weren't recording that. You know. Right. <laughs> 
No, Ray, you're you're right plenty of the time. By uh, the way, this is about as hardcore our arguments ever get. This is about yeah. as like angry we I ever quit. get. I quit. I'm each never other. doing this comic again. <laughs> this is like... I hate you, Ray. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't happen. <laughs> I'm gonna send you a nasty e card when this is over. <laughs> oh man. This this joke began as a Left for Dead comic. Well, the joke didn't, but the the week the week's um, decision making did certainly. Right, I guess like the final, you know, the final product originated as. We yeah we, we were first, all over the place yeah. this week because I kind of thought that there was something funny there with the Left for Dead cover art which has the zombie without the thumb basically, and so I'm like I mean there's a way to do like oh two thumbs up on this game but there's no thumbs or. Or some some somehow put that in there, but we I couldn't we couldn't really come up with the right. I mean I think you were willing to do it, but I don't know that either of us were really sold on the way it was going to be done. You know. Right. I was like, well, it would be easy to do like a Ray and Tim comic again, just have Timic like hold up his hands and have no thumbs. But I'm like, I mean that that's really like, it just it couldn't pass the test for me. I think. Yeah. Like, cause I I would imagine myself. If I were to have read this somewhere else, you know, if we looked up a particular webcomic, you know, because we read these webcomics sometimes and we're just like, wow, that was stupid. Yeah, to me, to me, that comic was more like a control-alt-delete style comic or something, and Mm -hmm. and so I wasn't totally comfortable because I'm like, this feels like a joke that he would do. Not that, you know, good or bad, whatever, but it didn't feel like us, you know? Right. Yeah, I think that's what it was. It wasn't quite the the cleverness that that I hope our standards are at. Yeah. And, and I'm not saying, like, you know, I'm not trying to bash on it because I didn't have any ideas at all. So, I mean, it's not like my idea was better or something. Right. I mean, it, it would have been easily. <laughs> Clearly. But... <laughs> had I come up with one. <laughs> um, and then, uh, yeah, I was just throwing stuff out there at some point, hoping something would stick. And what were we talking about? Like, Bubble Bobble versus Kirby, and we were just talking about... <laughs> oddball stuff and that i mean that was oddball and then i came up with the oil panic yeah. one and i was like oh this will be good and and you still thought it was oddball so i was like are you still no, on- I, I no i said it was good yeah no i know you did but but then at the end you ended up saying i think this is the oddest one we've done I'm like did you not were you not in that conversation where we were talking about bubble bobble and kirby <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah it's just yeah i mean yeah we've already been over that though and yeah, you won yeah. that argument so i win it's done but um just, just let it go, Tim. <laughs> Don't need to go through this twice. So you remember that one time where I was right about the, the comic not being very odd? Oh wait, that was just <laughs> thirty seconds ago. <laughs> Five seconds. <laughs> Actually comic. Yeah, can you tell us like how you did it? Part of what I do when I start these comics is I, I go out and I find resources to make sure I know what I'm drawing. Because I don't want to be doing stuff wrong. Um, I tend to anyways, but <laughs> like when I, I just want to make sure I get little details right. So I, you know, you'll send me links to stuff yeah. ahead of time so I can get stuff as like a reference. But, you know, it's like a video of someone playing it. Uh, it, it doesn't have the clarity that I need, what I, what I want to do. And I was kind of thinking, oh, it would be really cool if I, because I know you had told me to do it in like a, a cool style that could be reused for other Game & Watch comics mm-hmm, later on. Mm-hmm. And um, and I was kind of imagining that same vector style, and then I was like, you know, it'd be really cool if I did like a pixel comic though, and that could be just totally pixels, and that could be a cool, fun thing because I love pushing pixels in. So, mm. um, so I looked around. I was looking for like sprites to see what kind of sprites were around, and I found something. And I, so I, I to make sure I wasn't using their sprites 
like as far as copying and pasting, I actually like click them all and place myself because I'm like I don't want to just copy and paste this over. Right. I'm, like looking at certain things and just re-clicking it myself, so I'm doing it by hand. And uh, and then basically I was modifying it as I went. So like okay, I need a table here. I need to get rid of this these words up here. Switch the doors or whatever it was. And um, you, and eventually you actually you know, recreated I the... the the scene of the upper screen of the real oil panic very well. Yes. Um, so yeah, I sent it to you. I, I basically did, after I did that all in Photoshop, because none of it was an Illustrator this time, which is something I don't want to do often. After I did that, then I started kind of colorizing it and doing little effects to make it more than just a grayscale image. Mm -hmm. Just a little little bit of color, a little bit of gradients with gold here or there. Um, sent it to you, and you're like, yeah, it looks good. And But you're like, you know, it's the old Game & Watch games weren't, in, weren't pixels, though. <laughs> I was like, yeah, oh, what did you crap. think when I said that? What, what, what was your thought? Well, I had I was able to get it done. I was going to a friend's place that that evening, and I was able to basically get it done. And I sent it off to you, yeah. and then I went to the friend's place, you know, planning on not needing to go back home. And I get an email from you while I'm while I'm over there. I'm like, curse you, iPhone, for getting this message right now. <laughs> <laughs> and so I get the message from you, and you're like, you know, and I didn't I didn't see your initial reply. Oh. So all I saw all I saw first was you like. I don't know if it's a big deal, but uh, the Game & Watch games are actually, they're not pixels, like they're actually like clean, you know, clean vector images basically. And, <laughs> and I was just like, oh my god, oh no, like, and I was like, maybe I should redo it because that's just messed up. And, but eventually I was like, no, I think this will, this will still work. And, well, the reason, uh, the, yeah, is when I first saw it, I was in love with it. And then I thought to myself, I'm like, oh, but then I realized that, you know, pixels weren't how they were done. And I'm, and so I mentioned it to you, but I didn't want to, I wasn't like, Ray, we got to redo this. Cause it's like, if you were at home and you weren't doing anything and it didn't take you very long, then I thought, you know, I'd leave it up to you. And if you really wanted to redo it, then, you know, be my guest. But, mm -hmm. but then I put it out there that, you know, when they remade these games for the Game Boy and for the DS, obviously there are pixels. And see, I don't, yeah, see, I don't think you told me that at that point. Yeah, so I mentioned I was, it later, probably. Yeah. Right. I was really worried because, I mean, when I looked at when I looked at at sprites to go off of, I'm like, I don't mind doing sprites because these are actually what the sprites would look like in the game. I'm not right. just like copying someone's interpretation of it. And so then when you told me, oh, there are no sprites at all, I'm like, oh my gosh, this must be like totally custom sprites someone did, like. Mm. just to replicate the original game and now I'm no longer just replicating the original game I'm actually like just copying this person's work I'm like oh <laughs> this is hor this is a horrible night <laughs> but eventually you're like oh it's actually you know it's also in the Game Boy games or I was like okay all right I'm still I'm still safe to some degree you know? I th that's you know that's part of us living in different states and not doing the comic <laughs> together right like I yeah, picture yeah. I picture the Penny Arcade guys, you know, they actually have office space where they go and they play video games all day and so it's like they're right there, they can go over stuff and they have all this time and, you know, for us it's quite different and that's just one of those things, but again, I think it worked out really good. One, f I think, interesting thing was, you know, I, I actually did make a lot of changes to the comic um, yes. <laughs> anyway, which... I, I, I was like, why am I making all these changes? And I, I think it's because I could. Because mm. normally, you know, if it's a vectored thing that you've done, I, I can't change it and make it look like, you know, it was supposed to be that way, you know? I mean, there's very little... There's been one or two instances where I've 
I fixed a line or something, and even and that was like painstakingly difficult to do to get the gradient <laughs> right and all that stuff. And mm -hmm. and in this case with the pixels, it was like well, you know I think I think the 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 chart there needs to say oil on it because I want to make sure people get it. If you know if they they don't really remember what OPEC, what is that? Oh, oil that kind of clicks there, you know. And I, I added the Nintendo logo at the bottom and the Game & Watch and then the border on the outside. And I changed the oil panic at the top to, with the gold lettering. And, and yeah, so, and like you kept sending me these things like, every hour. There'd be like a new change. Like, how's like, this change look? And I'm like, uh, what'd like you do? we never talked about this in advance. And I'm like, uh, sh I guess it looks good. Yeah, because like, I'm, not, I'm not really into having a border around the comic. Mm. That's, just, that's just my thing. Um, so like when you started making these changes, I'm like, that's not what I would do, but you know, you. I'm sure it took you two hours to do it, so I'll, I'll just let it be. <laughs> the thing with the it's like, it's not gonna, it's not gonna destroy the comics. So I'll, I'll let it, I'll let it fly. But yeah, I, I mean, I, I, as I was adding more and more things, I'm like, I, yeah, I got to make sure I, I know when, when's enough because, right, you can, you can only border the thing so many times, right? No, there's, there's, you can border as many times as you want. <laughs> like, let's, okay, let's get another border around the two-piece star and then <laughs> wrap the whole thing up. And yeah, so. Well, hey, for every great comic comes great comments. Or in this case, this week, we had some creepy comments. Yeah. It was kind of weird. But uh, <laughs> I think between this comic and Ray's high school comic... We got quite a few <laughs> yes. creepy, uh, creepy ones. I guess this comic people loved so much that they ended up acting really creepy, and your comic <laughs> was slightly violent, so people started talking about their own violent comic experience. Creepy, violent things. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, where should we begin? I guess with Oil Panic, right? Yes, we'll do a couple here. Yeah. Um, well, I think Luellic started it off, right? Yes. Yeah, here we go. Creepy comment number one. Yeah. Uh, he says, OMG, this is so brilliant. Ray, Tim, I love you. This is the best comic you've ever done. I want to have your babies. <laughs> wow. <laughs> At first I thought he was being sarcastic about the whole thing, like he didn't really love the comic, but he was making fun of mm. other people that were... Saying they I mean, it so I was much. just thinking about how I'm not ready for that commitment yet. Yeah, uh, sorry, Luellic. Uh, we're not quite there. Um, but <laughs> but I think other people <laughs> kind of echoed the same opinion, right? Yes. Kulumic Koala. Hmm. Who said that... Because I said I'm not ready to have kids yet. Mm, yeah, that's right. Luellic Koala said, When you're ready, I call seconds. <laughs> Unless Tim is available. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, then Luwalek says, I'm having Tim's first as well. As soon as I eliminate Sarah, that is. Jeez. <laughs> oh, he, he even creeped himself out there, right? Yes, yes. See, the fact that people know my wife's name, <laughs> that's creepy enough that they, that gets brought up. Right? <laughs> Well, she's been on the show. I mean, what do you I expect? know, I know, but that just you makes sang it... her a whole song. That makes it worse, though. Because, <laughs> like, he could really find me. <laughs> and then, uh, Bulimic Koala, I think he came to his senses, right? <laughs> he yes. says, something has gone wrong in Tupi Start's comments. The awesomeness of Ray and Tim have turned us gay. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh boy. No comment. No comment. Thank you for at least uncreepifying it just a tad. Yes. But then later in the week, we posted Ray's comic he did in high school Japanese class. Yeah, I'm glad we were able to put that up for people to see. Yeah, I I, 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 I liked it. Um, I think some of the just some of the detail, like even on the picture that I cropped there for the front page. Mm-hmm. When when you're ducking with the explosion, you know, like your your shirt's yeah. kind of <laughs> fluttering in the in the wind or whatever, you can see your belly buttons. Yes. Like little mm-hmm. little details like that you wouldn't expect to see in a little sketch comic like that, you know. Yeah, but I, I like at the same time though, there's just horrible, horrible things that it, sure. there that are just like just really crappy looking to me. Like I'm like the way I draw hands are just horrible. And I'm still really sucky at drawing hands. So I look at that and I'm like, wow, I'm still pr- pretty much just as bad as what I was. Um, <laughs> have you have you considered uh, trying to, to draw outside of the, the one comic you did draw, but draw a comic for TP Start? By hand? Yeah. I, I just, I'm curious to know how well you can draw now these days. I mean, I know you really have That's haven't... a good question, because yeah, I really haven't drawn by hand much. I mean, the closest example we get is the the winning formula comic where we did like the silver surfer and mario thing but that was supposed to be then, like tim drawing it for right uh, yeah even then i did it crappy kind of on purpose so right. I, like if i actually put work into it it, would, it could probably look pretty nice but um uh yeah i don't know yeah maybe i should i mean not to do, like like draw you and i by forever. hand or something or yeah do something a little different because sometimes i mean it is easier to just draw and sketch over and over than to make stuff as vectors mm-hmm. you know, from scratch, so um, that is one benefit. You're, as far as I know, you're the only person that's doing web comics. You know, I guess to, with the kind of audience that we have, that's doing it all vector with a mouse. That's, that's and and not even like sketching anything before. No, no just sketches. Like, I just start clicking, <laughs> clicking and dragging with a mouse. To me, that's just unbelievable. Yeah. So does that does that make me a freak then? Is that? <laughs> I don't know what it means. I mean, I, if I, not I, enough I, people do it, then it's like, well, he's a freak. I I want. I mean, I'd wonder other people's opinion. Like they would hear that and they'd either be like, blown away that you've done that many comics that way, or like. Why are you doing it like that? There's such a faster way to, you know. I don't know. I don't know what people would say to that. I mean, yeah, clearly I, it works. I think it depends. Yeah, it depends on where you're coming from. Like, for example, uh, Ronnie Martin of Joy Electric, he does all the stuff. Like, he still does it all by tape. He doesn't use computers or anything. Mm, yeah. He records all the synthesizer stuff, and he's and he always talks about like, well, that's just how I started doing it, and it's what's easiest for me. So I just I just keep doing it, and now it's kind of come to this idea of like, my music is is different from everyone else's because I'm so fixated on doing it in this one style that's not normal. Um, And other people, I'm sure, look at him and go like, why don't you just do this? You could do so many more cool things than, you know, eventually kind of make, it's like, well, I kind of decide on the style and I want to see how much I can do it now. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of one of those things. Because, I mean, lately I have been doing a little bit more Photoshop stuff Mm -hmm. and I'm kind of like, you know, like, man, I should have been doing this a long time ago because this is easier. But mm-hmm. at the same time, like, no, I'm breaking my rules now. I, I can't <laughs> do this too much. Got to keep it, keep it, keep it limited. If you ever got a tablet, would you? Do you think? I don't know what I'd do with the tablet. To be honest, I, it would be. I mean, because I would be battling both my my drawing skills and the tablet 
using a tablet at the same time. I'd, I'd probably want to do it in like a step process. First, work on doing sketches a lot and then use mm. a tablet to start, you know. Otherwise, it's just too much at once, I think. Well, I just wonder, is it easy, since a mouse is hard to control, like, detailed things, would a tablet help with just creating vectors the way you do it? You know what I mean? Like, I, I mean, there's a balance here because if I were to do something by hand, it would give me more freedom to give it more style, perhaps. But at the same time, it's harder for me to do like perfect circles, you know? Right. Like when I do a, a, a circle as a vector, it's a perfect circle. I'm not going to be able to do a perfect circle by hand unless I start getting out some measuring tools and, you know, tracing around, you know, a shape of some kind. Um, and then, then I would be losing that mathematical shape is kind of what I call it, where everything mm -hmm. is exact and perfectly straight lines, nothing out of place. Um, I'd be losing that, and I don't, and I, and I really like that look a lot. I don't want to lose that. Yeah, it's certainly your style is is unique, and I think pretty c compelling to me. Like I, I mean, there's a lot of comics out there, and I think yours look like some of the best I see out there. You know, as well, far thanks. As, I mean, that's yeah. kind of bias coming from you, though, right? Well, <laughs> no, I'd be honest with you. If I thought your comic sucked, then I'd tell you. Yeah, but... on on air. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, on air for everyone to hear. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> um, it's like the this is like the argument episode here. So yeah, like, this is geez, it is. No, like, but like, I, as hardcore as our arguments get, they're only jokes and laughter. Yeah, you know, it's no uh, nothing serious ever. But seriously, the 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 Sonic comic we did last week or whatever, just you know, I look at the way Sonic is drawn in that second to last panel. Nobody could have. I mean, how are you going to get that just right with all those perfect curves and everything like that with just drawing it, you know? Oh, you could, I, I mean, you could do it, but as far as like doing an outline for it and doing like the gradients and stuff, you'd be having to go out of your way to make it look that clean, mathematical, I guess. Yeah, that clean. Mm -hmm. And I, and part of me is surprised that no one else really does it like that. I, I guess, I, I, don't, I don't know what it is. I guess people just started with Photoshop and just love that more or something. I, I mean, I'm just a big fan of being able to take a shape and drag it as big as I want and not lose any definition. You know, I mean, that's what really bugs me about doing stuff in Photoshop. It's like, at some point, it's not going to be big enough anymore, and I'm going to have to blow it up, and it's going to look a little cruddy, or it's not going to be as clear. Yeah, and you have that To be able to do that with vectors, now. yeah, to always be able to do that with vectors and just drag it wherever I want and resize it however, you know, Makes me really happy. Yeah. Well, I do have to say, one of these days, we've got to get you to uh, record the process of making the comic. There's Yeah, one of these days. There's free software that'll record everything that's happening on your screen, and that'd be fun, uh -oh. fun to take. So, it. like, every every five frames, Facebook will pop up. See, that's the problem. Is <laughs> oh, boy. Edit. <laughs> like that edit, edit the whole... Th edit the 12-hour <laughs> process of ray-making... A Sonic comic or something. What I should do is like, is record a process that's not what I did at all, and <laughs> and just play that, and then like have it just magically turn into the comic at the end. Like, <laughs> right. Like show me like drawing something by hand. No, it's you know, probably just tracing it, it, it would be Ray playing Fly Wrench, and then all of a sudden the comic <laughs> appears. There, that's it. <laughs> as long oh, as I beat be Fly, awesome. as long as I beat Fly that's... Wrench in under six minutes, the comic's finished. Throw like a Rick Roll in there somewhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man um all right so it's that time yes where things get a little dark 
creepy transitions into darkness as the dreaded Black Doom Award approaches. <laughs> Each week, Tim and I both mention a terrible choice made related to video games in honor of the worst character Sonic Team has ever created. All of them. Right, all of them. No. Uh, Black Doom. Well, my Black Doom Award goes... You know, the runner-up here would be uh, Kojima for a stupid um, hint as to what the next Metal Gear is going to be. Did you see that? Yes. Give me a break. Could that be more obvious? It's 360. Thank you. Right? Yeah, yeah. But people are thinking, like, is it also the Wii? Because there's multiple, like, eyes mm. or exclamation marks. Like, yeah. like, Wii and 360. Yeah, I guess it could be. Yes, I'm right. Cha-ching. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I. Hey, yeah. do you remember that time I was right about like the 360? No, I, you know yeah. I'm not sure. I'm gonna send you the audio file, and I'm not sure you're gonna have a podcast to put together this week. <laughs> anyway, the but what's your what's your real black the real Doom real black our show Doom. isn't long enough and stuff like that, Tim. Sorry, edit. The real Black Doom Award um, goes to Xbox Live and their class system here. I, I read an article they were saying, oh, we're going to give a, you know, some multiplayer to the Xbox Live Silver members. I was kind of thinking, oh, cool, finally, you know, everyone gets to play online. Like, that's why you buy an Xbox, and it costs like 50 bucks a year to do that. Which mm -hmm. is kind of... I don't know. Retarded. <laughs> and so... You know, they said, you know, we're going to let the Silver members play online, and, and so you'll have a month, just a month, but a month to play, but you can only play these games, okay? Oh, gosh. A Kingdom for Keflings, Aegis Wing, Bomberman Live, Hardwood Hearts, Hardwood Spades, Uno, Small Arms, and Street Fighter Tur Turbo HD Remix. It's like... Well, at least they have Street Fighter. It's only arcade games. Yeah, Street Fighter, sure. It's like Aegis Wing. That game was like free with the Xbox. Jeez. I'm. This is kind of a, three of them are card games. I don't know that that's gonna really get anybody like, wow, I need Xbox Live Gold because how am I gonna live without playing Uno online against people, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> I can't live without. What was I missing? My whole life has changed now. <laughs> can't believe it. But uh, I just like to see the day where. It doesn't cost extra to play online, you know. Yeah, yeah, it'd be nice. You know, but the Wii's free, but we have we we pay through friend code usage basically. Yeah, and the PS3 is free, except the system itself is so expensive. So I guess yeah. there's no. Perfect... The Dreamcast is still free though, right? Yeah, so except it is dead. 56k connection. <laughs> yeah, 56k. They're still making games for that thing. I, I read updates about, like, oh, a new game's being released, and it's also for Dreamcast as well. Yeah, that, I think... I'm uh, like, that's crazy. It's funny, because the independent-type developers, and uh, they just have a love for the Dreamcast, and so they're like, hey, you know, let's... It, it was easy enough to, to pirate the system. It can't be that hard to make the game compatible with the system, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, my Black Doom Award. You know, I said I wasn't going to talk about this anymore. Oh, great. <laughs> Sonic Unleashed. But I got to bring this up one last oh, time. Oh, I know what it is, too. Because 
some new reviews came in recently. Yep. And I pretty much had a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> I pretty much... You, you freaked out when I told you about that one, right? I couldn't believe it! Okay, let's go over this. Are you ready for this? Alright. GameSpot. GameSpot reviewed Sonic Unleashed for the 360. Okay? Now, let's, let's do some setup here. They gave Sonic and the Secret Rings a 7.6. Hmm. That seems about right to me, you know? 7.6. Seems, seems about, about 7.6 right. points too high, but go ahead. <laughs> Shadow the Hedgehog. They gave a 4.8. That's pretty eight. low, yeah. And probably That game was deserving. bad, okay? That game was messed up. Clearly, we've talked about this before. It is a horrible game. Sonic the Hedgehog for the 360 that was released in 2006, which is, I believe, the worst Sonic game ever made and worse than Shadow the Hedgehog by a long shot. 4.4, okay? Much deserved score. That game is terrible. You know what GameSpot gave Sonic Unleashed for the 360? A 3.5. <laughs> Can you believe that? A 3.5. Oh, brother. I'm just thinking to myself, like, did you guys play Shadow the Hedgehog and Sonic 06 before you played Unleashed? Because those games are so bad. Like, they are bad on every level. Like, there's nothing redeeming about any of those games. Yeah, there's nothing redeeming. Unleashed is, like, a pretty decent game. 3.5. Like, seriously? That's crazy talk. I can't believe that. Then, IGN also came out with a review. You ready for this? Sonic and the Secret Rings they gave a 6.9. Mm -hmm. Shadow the Hedgehog. Shadow the Hedgehog, 4.9. Sonic 06, 4.8. Sonic Unleashed on the on the 360, 4.5. Give me a freaking break, people. So both uh, sites, both major sites. Both sites rated it lower than Shadow and Sonic 06, which is just unbelievable. There's no way anybody could play those three games and say, yeah, Unleashed is clearly the worst. Give me a break. And lower than Sonic on the Secret and the Secret Rings, which to me is yeah. the worst Sonic game ever created. And and you remember what they gave Sonic Unleashed for the Wii? Seven point two. That's what's like, so. Come on! I can't believe this. I cannot believe this. Well, obviously they're different reviewers reviewing it, but it's like yes. If but it's like they have their they have their grading system. Right. It's like on, all, me, all me, the things that you didn't that like system. in the 360 version are worse in the Wii version. So yeah, they're just worse all it, across the board. And the, like, if you play the two, it would be clear to, as night as day. They're like, wow, the Wii version is clearly a really crappy port of a 360 game. Yeah, and the other thing is, all the good things they do have to say in their bad reviews of the 360 version are worse in the Wii version. There's less, right. you know, less opportunity in, in... Right, the controls are worse in the Wii version. It's like, the physics are worse... The graphics are worse. I mean, it's just everything's lamer. And it gets, like, what, four double points higher? Double the score or something? Yeah, double the score? Give me a break. I don't get that. Uh, let me pull this up really quick. IGN's, because um, they have a rating system. Unlike my magical rating system, which has no standards anywhere, and I kind of choose a number out of thin air, like people say I do, um, IGN actually has a page where they list off what each number represents, okay? Now, they gave... Uh, Sonic Unleashed a 4.5, right? Right. Let's let's read what the 4.0 to 4.9 is. 
Any game that scores in or below this range isn't worth your attention, and if you happen to end up with one, you'll probably find yourself returning it to the store for a refund. These are the games your grandmother buys for you because she thinks they're cute. Trust us, they aren't. Now, let's let's read what like a a, a 6.0 to 6.9 has. Games in this range have more faults than strengths, but still might be worth a look if you're into genres of its type. Other games are polite to the sixes, but they don't get invited to any of the parties. Rent these games or download the demo first before spending your hard-earned money on it. I mean, that sounds that like Sonic sounds Unleashed to me. very much Sonic Unleashed, right? Yep, yeah. Not something your grandma would give you. Yeah, exactly. And the f- and it's and like, what, read read to me what the seven to seven point nine says. Seven seven point zero to seven point four. Though titles in this range have shortcomings that keep them from achieving classic status, they still boast enough credible ingredients to make them fun in a, in smaller doses. See, that to me does, tells me that the Wii versions should not be that high. Exactly. Yep. Because. Macus Messina was smoking something. Way more faults than good stuff in that game, right? Yeah, I agree. And like, I know where to call bad Sonic games. If they're bad, I can call them. Trust me, people. This isn't a bad game. It's it's decent. It's a good Sonic game. Well, somebody needs to tell IGN they need they need to rewrite their standards or live up to them because honestly, every game they review, once they've given each individual component a score, they say. Here's what we think overall, but it's not a it's not a you know it's right. not a mathematical equation of all the components, right? They need to look mm-hmm. at that rubric and say, where do I think this game fits? I think the that's I think that's part of what the reviewers are doing is they're like, no matter what, we're giving this game a horrible score because we don't like that they did this. Mm-hmm. And you know maybe it'll work, maybe it won't. I, I mean, we do have a Sonic with a sword coming out, so. Right, I know that yeah. was already in development at the time, but you know, I I don't have any real hope for the franchise. I do. Not that I care that much <laughs> anyway, but I mean, I don't know. And finally, we'd like to wrap up the show with musical misfits. These are some favorite video game songs that have been lost in the shuffle over time, and we play it in full after the show's over for those who are interested. And this week I'm tossing one of my favorites in. It's Grabbing the Dynamite from the NES game Gyromite. So, that will do it for this edition of 2P Start Live. Join us every Wednesday for a brand new comic, and every Monday for a brand new podcast. Just like the one you heard here, except better. With that, he's Tim. And he is Ray. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.
Thank you.